A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey, everyone. Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Oh, Rush Nation, it's Murph here. It's another Monday. It's time for another waiver Wire update. This is just going to be a really short podcast just to cover off our waiver Wire ads for this week. It is a very, very difficult week this week for the waiver Wire. You've got six teams on by, and on top of that, you've got uh, a lot of people already owned. So there's a couple of strategies you can go for here, which is to start building up your team for playoffs. So if you're seven and one, for example, or seven and two, for example, you could, or above, or eight and oh, or eight and one, or nine and oh, then you can start thinking about selecting those handcuffs that might help you win your leagues, your Alex Mattisons, your uh, Tony Pollards, for example. Uh, however, if you're still needing wins, and I expect almost everybody listening to this is still requiring wins in order to get through to the playoffs, you need to start thinking of players that you're going to pick up that are going to help you get a win this week. This is going to be one of the hardest weeks remaining, if not the hardest, to get a win with a lot of teams on by. So we've given you together some picks that this article is now live on the website that you can go through and uh, hopefully get a W this week. A lot of these aren't extremely exciting or sexy picks. However, they are people who and players who will get you enough of a floor and potentially enough of a return 
to help you sneak a W this week in, in one of the toughest of weeks of the season. So I'm going to start with quarterbacks. The first quarterback here is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's 3.9% owned. He's coming off a week nine performance where the Dolphins got their first win against the Jets and went 24-36 for 288 yards, three touchdowns, and he also had two yards receiving. So it's time to really think about buying Fitz for a week. And this is crazy because every single year, this guy ends up on the waiver wire and for just a couple of weeks, he happens to be relevant and now is the time. And with six teams on by, plus all the injuries that have happened, it is really thin out there as to who you can own. You need to start thinking about players who potentially are going to play well. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of those. And he is, uh, he had a very good performance on Sunday against a, a pretty decent Jets uh, defense. And now he's going to be playing the Colts in his next game. Um, we know he can play lights out for a very short period of time. If you look back at his last four games, his, his floor is 11 points. A ceiling is around about 27 points. So thinking potentially and looking to get maybe closer to the floor that he's had than the ceiling, even if he delivers you a 16, 17-point week this week, I'd call that a win considering the situation you might be in if you've got players on by or players who are injured and just move on. So that 16, 17-point-a-week mark is, is kind of what you'd expect from a streaming quarterback. And I think Fitzpatrick can easily deliver that this week. Another quarterback, I think, who can deliver that is Brian Hoyer. He is 0.0% owned. Now, he came in for the injured Jacoby Prissett. And even though that Frank Wright was very vague, uh, it looked like he was pointing to Jacoby Brissett having an MCL sprain-ish sort of uh, injury, which doesn't look likely he will go ahead and play this week. Therefore, especially if they're playing the Dolphins, I don't necessarily think Frank Reich will risk it. And I think he'll stick with Brian Hoyer this week. But, you know, I've been wrong a couple of times predicting an injury that's going to keep someone out and it hasn't. But if you're kind of stuck for options here, Brian Hoyer outside of Fitzpatrick isn't necessarily a terrible one. It's not someone I thought I'd be speaking about on a waiver wire podcast or putting in a waiver wire article. But Again, for one or two games a season, he he will do just well enough. And especially as they're playing Miami this week, the floor is pretty low. Well, the floor is pretty high, sorry, in the sense of he's not going to throw away loads of picks. He's not going to get a ton of pressure either. So he is competent. He scored three touchdowns. He went at 17 to 26 for 168 yards and three TDs. Don't forget, he didn't play the entire game. He didn't come in until the second quarter. So even though he had an INT and a fumble, against uh, a very good Steelers defense who we know can get uh, pressure and who can make plays, especially Minka Fitzpatrick at the moment, who's having an absolute uh, amazing time since he's been traded, uh, arguably a pro bowl season is what he's putting together. The, the Dolphins don't have that many players of, of that many playmaking of quality, especially since they've traded uh, Fitzpatrick. So you can expect Hoyer to maybe get another two or three touchdowns again on Sunday. Uh, against the Dolphins. And I really like the fact that, again, he can probably get you that 16, 17 points this week and be relatively safe. Moving on to running backs. This is really, really thin out there at the moment. So first ad is uh, JD McKissick. He's 5.9% owned. The Lions running back went 32 yards rushing and three receptions for 40 yards receiving and a receiving touchdown. It's not a sexy option. Again, the Lions have been trying to give Ty Johnson the ball. For whatever reason, it's not really working out for him at the moment. McKissick's not going to play every down. But especially in games where they're trailing and games where they really need to get some momentum going, especially in the passing game, McKissick is the guy that they've been going to. So when they play the Bears team, uh, again, the Bears are wounded. They haven't done a lot on offense, but at some point you know that the Bears' quality is going to come through, at least if it's just going to be for a late-season charge. 
So I think McKissick's going to be involved in this game. And again, I think if he can get you 60, 70 yards and a score, which isn't out of his realm of outcome, uh, you know, it's in his range of income, um, range of outcomes, <laughs> there we go, um, then I do think that J.D. McKissick is a, is a worthy pickup. He's certainly not going to be disastrous. So I don't think he's the sort of player that's going to lay you a goose egg. It just might be he only gets sort of 7 to 10 PPR points. Uh, so he's worth an ad, especially in the PPR league. Uh, but it is thin out there. If you need a, a running back, you could do a lot worse than him. The other option is a, a bit of a risk here. It's uh, Trey Evans of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. He's 0.6% owned. He got 73 yards rushing on the ground. And it is really gambling on the health of James Conner and Benny Snell. If both of these players are out against the Rams in week 10, Evans becomes the must-own back at least for a week. So Jalen Samuels, is he had a wonderful day. And if you look at his stat line without, or just his fancy points, you think, oh, he's, he's, he's a great player at, at, at running back but he did all of it in the air he got a lot of receptions in the air most of his yards came in the air in fact Samuels only rushed eight times for 10 yards whereas Edmonds ran 12 times for 73 yards so it looks like Edmonds is going to play more snaps um, on the ground and that I expect that 12 rushes to go up uh, to maybe round about 15-16 and if he can just get a couple of touches from Samuels in the passing game he's going to have a pretty decent week against the Rams uh, however, Samuels is still free in 50.4% of ESPN leagues. So the only reason he's not on here is we try to keep the waiver wire list to, to 30% and under. We feel like it. we want the waiver wire uh, podcast and article to reach to everybody. So we don't really go for these 50, 60% owned players that other uh, articles have had that I've seen in the past. It just does, I don't feel like it does you any favors to look at players that are potentially owned. So instead, we're looking at players at 30%. It's more those deeper leagues. So in your standard leagues, they should be available. But if you're playing an 18-10 team league, I wouldn't expect Samuels to be owned. And therefore, he would be the back I'd be picking up this week, especially if it's a PPR league, then Edmonds. But if you're in a slightly deeper league and Samuels is gone, Trey Edmonds should put you some uh, reasonable points up on the board this week if he gets a similar sort of volume or maybe a slightly increased role. Moving on to wide receivers, Zach Pascal. This week is probably the top waiver wire ad. Uh, he had five receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown on Sunday. He is really the primary target now in this Colts offense, at least for the foreseeable future. T.Y. Hilton is going to be out, we heard, on the weekend for at least the next month. Paris Campbell is still returning from injury and he's still got to get up to speed with the playbook. Whereas Pascal has been out there for the last few weeks, he is starting to put up some numbers. And, and even with Brian Hoyer, as a starter, it is against the Dolphins. It's quite a tasty matchup. But I think Pascal has some use beyond this week, at least for the next three or four weeks. Um, I think for me, he's at least a, he's a very startable option. He's probably a must-start almost this week, unless you've got better options, which is understandable. But if you don't, for whatever reason, and you're in a really uh, deep league and Pascal is available, then he's a player you should be targeting and putting some fab money on because he'll have some value over the next few weeks to hopefully push you into the playoffs. I want any part of the Colts offense, especially when you haven't got T.Y. Hilton there. And I know Hoyer is a step down from Brissett, but against the Dolphins, it shouldn't matter all too much. The other pickup is also the wide receiver, but he's going to be lined up on the other side of this game, and that's Preston Williams. We've mentioned him a couple of times on this waiver wire uh, article and podcast. He is 12.3% owned. In week nine, he racked up five receptions for 72 yards and two TDs. Uh, he had a number of targets, not as many targets as uh, he can get. He had nine targets on, on Sunday. 
Uh, and as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, these receivers will have some uh, some value. So Devontae Parker might be available, and if he is, he might be another option to to pick up. But Fitz is a, a gunslinger, and he likes to put the ball in the air. Again, when we were talking about Fitz, you know, he he threw the ball thirty six times on on Sunday. And he could very well put up similar numbers again, especially if you've got Mark Walton not putting up the numbers on the ground, as he has done in previous weeks, um, and he's not getting the yardage, then they will need to start throwing the ball more. So this is where Preston Williams is a short down back. He's a short down receiver. He's more like the check down guy uh, in the slot. He's going to pick up some some valuable yardage. And he's the sort of player I can see getting in the five to seven catches for, for 70 yards. So it's just about, in a PPR league, that performance alone should give him some standalone uh, flex option value. But in a PPR league, especially in a PPR league, if you can get into the end zone, you've got two touchdowns on Sunday. I'm not saying he gets a touchdown every week, but if he gets a touchdown on Sunday with five to seven catches for 70 yards, that's putting him in the wide receiver two conversation. So Preston Williams is definitely worth a, worth an ad, and he's going to be worth keeping hold of for the rest of the season. A tight end, there was case for Mike Kaziki, uh, who, again, is, fits his target. And he's someone that potentially you could own, but he's only really had one decent performance this season. So I'm a bit loath to, to think that that's the guy you should bank on at tight end. So instead of going for Jacob Hollister, he is 0.2% owned. Uh, he had four receptions for 37 yards and two touchdowns on Sunday against the Buccaneers. And he's fast becoming that red zone replacement for Seattle. So we know that they had Will Disley there. Will Disley was catching catching a touchdown a game in Seattle, and then he got that injury that put him onto IR for the rest of the season. But the thing that shows me that Hollister is definitely the guy is in overtime on Sunday against the Buccaneers. He caught the game winner. So he said that with the game on the line, knowing that this was the opportunity to win the game, Wilson had absolutely no thoughts about throwing the ball to anyone else but Jacob Hollister. He runs good routes. And Luke Wilson got injured, which means that there's going to be very little to, to no opposition for Jacob Hollister going forward. Uh, and he's earned his spot to be a read in this offense. So I want any part of an offensive piece that's going to be attached to Russell Wilson, especially as he's having such an amazing year through five touchdowns on, on Sunday. So uh, Jacob Hollister, for me, he is going to be a bit touchdown or bust, but given how thin the position is and how thin the wire is, it's more likely that a player like Hollister is going to get a touchdown than a player like Kaziki. And that's ultimately with the touch with the tight end streaming, you, you're chasing people who are likely to get touchdowns and Hollister seems to be that guy. At kicker, uh, Michael Badgley returned on Sunday. He is 26.5% owned, so a lot of fantasy owners have been holding on to him, waiting for him to come back. Uh, he made six or seven kicks on uh, Sunday and racked up 15 fantasy points. Uh, it was about time that he came back. We've sort of been hearing he's been sort of uh, potentially coming back for a few weeks now, but he finally did it. He did miss a 44-yarder in this game, however, uh, but he had a very, very good game against the Packers, helping them to victory, a surprise victory on Sunday. Uh, this week, he's going to be facing the Oakland Raiders. He was a very, very accurate, probably one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL last season. So I definitely think that Badgley, if he gets opportunities, and I'd expect him to get opportunities against the Raiders, I'd like Badgley to have that opportunity to get into double digits. Now, last week, uh, Jason Myers uh, let us down by missing uh, a number of kicks. Uh, he did have the opportunities to to get points, and he failed miserably last week uh, with, I think, at least three missed kicks. It might have even been four. So, again, we were 
we were right with the opportunity there to get points. It was just wrong that he didn't execute. So for me, Michael Badgley is someone that I'd be uh, targeting and looking to to get there. So pick him up wherever you can. Like I said, 26.5% owned. Lastly, the Kansas City Chiefs is the, the defense to, to target here. They're 13.9% owned and they're playing the Tennessee Titans next. Now, for me, the, the, the Chiefs defense has, has really come on leaps and bounds. Had a, a wonderful week against Denver, where they were almost a league-winning defense that week. And, and sort of ever since then, they, it's given them the confidence to make tackles and to make plays. Uh, they had a fantastic game on Sunday against the Vikings. You wouldn't really look at that from a fantasy perspective and say they did because they only got one point. But actually, they really contained. Uh, I mean, they contained Diggs and Phelan to, to one catch for four yards. So they just didn't get enough uh, turnovers and enough um, points in the column to help them move along and become a fancy relevant defense this week. However, they're playing the Titans and Ryan Tannehill. So we know Tannehill will throw picks. We know he can be sacked as well as he holds the ball uh, a little bit too long. So uh, if we can bank on the Chiefs getting a couple of takeaways and maybe a, a few sacks this week, then I really do like them to get six to eight points this week. And I think it's a, a, quite a worthy challenge and to do that. I mean, when you're looking at streaming defenses you're looking at defense is going to contribute they're probably not going to uh win you a week but they're probably obviously not going to uh lose you a week as well so that one point week could be really difficult and the difference between winning and losing but again it gets a worse team and a worse quarterback who's not going to get the ball out of his hands as quickly i think the chiefs are, are there this week to make some plays and again if they can get you six to eight points you take that to the bank and you try and win in the other positions. It's just about having that consistency there, especially if one of your defenses is on by, which is quite a likely chance uh, with a quarter of the teams, uh, just over a quarter, well, what, 20%. Yeah, so close to 20% of the teams on by this week. So definitely keep an eye on that. So that's our waiver wire picks this week. Uh, definitely don't just take this to heart. Look at your leagues. If there's players that um, should be owned that aren't, then definitely target those players. It doesn't just have to be um, what we say, but like uh, I mentioned earlier, it's about that 30% own threshold. We want to put a list together for everybody to be able to take something away. So if you're in those deeper leagues, most of these players should and could be potentially available. But again, if somebody has, you know, the Packers defense, for example, uh, free in their league, they should do that. The same way that if someone has a, a better tight end that might be available, like an Evan Ingram, or a Eric Ebron, for example, they might be uh, ones to target. Uh, I saw a league the other day where, believe it or not, uh, Corton Sutton was available. And you just think, well, I don't know how Corton Sutton's available. I'm, I'm definitely having him on off the wire because I don't know how he's, he's still there. So it does happen. So just have a look at, and the best way to look at the leagues is everyone just looks at projected points and that's fine, but it won't pick up injuries. Uh, you've got players like Nikhil Harry to return off IR. Nick Foles is going to be coming off IR and he might potentially win the job. I, I would guess he probably gets his job uh, back. You've got Damian Harris who's going to be available this week, uh, the first round pick. So again, these are players that are available in a lot of leagues who haven't played that might be worth a, worth a gamble. There might be other quarterbacks you like over the two I've mentioned and I wouldn't blame you, uh, but you've got to see who's available and just manipulate and look at your list. And then also look at trades. So Andre will be back at this point, uh, at some point this week to look at a trade article to come back with a lot of people's trade deadlines this week. So don't get caught short. 
and make your trade before the trade deadline. But that's it for, for me this week. Uh, if the audio is a little bit echoey, I do apologize. I'm in uh, a room, a closed room, so the sound does bounce off the walls. Uh, somebody thought last week I was recording from a toilet and that's not the case. I promise you I'm just in an enclosed room. But until later on in the week, until tomorrow for the takeover show, until Wednesday where I'll be back with the flagship, uh, flagship show with stocks. Uh, have a good week, good luck on the waiver wire, and keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.